Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Coming up on this week's Zero Doinks. Oh man, all the rage is talking about Mitch's hip after such a ridiculous loss to the Rams. We'll talk about that game. We will preview the upcoming Giants game a little bit. I don't know if it really matters because the Bears kind of suck. Let's all just reach that conclusion, right? We will revisit Big Ten Minute. The Gophers suffered a rough loss. Are the Illini still in it in the Big Ten West? We will absolutely chat about that. We will talk about gray balls, intramural hoops. We'll give you a great update. I'm sure you are dying to know what the latest is there. And the return of estrogen and eggs coming up. Thanks for sticking with us. We love you. Zero doinks. It's going to be hot. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Welcome to episode 17 of Zero Doinks. Oh man, the Bears are four and six. They're not mathematically eliminated, but they might as well be. That Sunday night was an atrocious way of entering the work week. Uh, Dan, how'd you feel about Sunday night against the Rams? How'd you feel? How do you feel right now? Those were two disgusting teams. They're, those are two teams not making the playoffs. I mean, I would have thought either whoever wins that game still red hot in the hunt. But after the Vikings won and thinking about it the day after, like, yeah, yeah neither teams. Bears definitely not sliding into the playoffs. Rams, I don't think they have it in them either. Jared Goff stinks. And we that should have been an easy win. If this were the 2018 Bears, we would have beaten the shit out of them. Um, yeah, no, it's all gross. Uh, I don't know what you want to talk about first. You want to talk about the, uh, Mitch injury or lack thereof? Let's talk about the hip. Yeah. Let's talk about the hip situation. It's, it's been a confusing couple days. We are recording this on Tuesday night. Um, obviously the game was Sunday night and post game was very awkward. Nagy came out and said that, you know, his, to the best of his knowledge, he learned of the injury in the third quarter, I want to say. Uh, that was his... I think he knew about it. No, no, I think he, he knew about it at Sunday night, though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I think, I think... Yeah. He said that today, I that, he it, that it was, oh, second quarter, second quarter. But I don't think he mentioned that on Sunday night. But I might be wrong. Okay. Be you could be right. You could be right. Which just <sighs> proves that he's... He's fucking lost it, man. Like, he's... I don't know what to make of that guy. I, I I, mean, it seems now on Tuesday, there's more evidence that he probably was hurt. I think Sunday night and into yesterday, you know, we were on the same text group. It's like, no fucking way he's hurt. This is all bullshit. But a part of me still believes that he pulled him for performance, not necessarily because he was hurt. I, I'm curious to know, what if the Bears, what if the Bears were down three in that moment? I mean, they were only down 10. It wasn't like it was, it was more than likely out of reach, but not totally. I mean, that's kind of when Mitch is good in those, you know, those moments where he needs to sort of step up and make plays. 
I think he benched him just because it was kind of convenient. And he's like, we need a spark of some sort, like Chase. But it was totally botched by the Bears. And it was embarrassing for the organization, you know, how it was relayed to the the announcers and how it was sort of leaked, you know, it was sorted out through fucking Twitter, I think, is when anyone found out about it initially. And for that, like the PR staff to be like, oh, there's no news initially. Well, the training staff clearly knew that he had a hip issue. So why didn't that time when he got pulled? They're like, they're checking him out for the hip issue. And here's my here's the other thing. If the idea is to ride Mitch out, what what's the point of pulling him? Like, just ride him until he dies on the field. So I don't under this is still literally two days doesn't make sense to me at all. Either he was so hurt he couldn't be out there, he should have been on a fucking stretcher, or just let him finish the game. I mean, bringing Chase Daniels out there all but said, we're fucking giving up here. So I think Nagy's got to, I mean, Nagy's got to go, right? (laughs) I love it. I know. No, we were, well, I, I should speak for myself. I was very conspiratorial on Sunday night. I thought, no fucking way is he hurt. That's ridiculous. Like, I feel like. They're making that up now because Nagy pulled Mitch and then Chase is sliding in bounds with like two minutes. You know, yeah. Chase looked like an idiot and 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 they had no chance of coming back from 10. And and now he's trying to save some face. And then, you know, Mitch is all sad at the press conference, which I'm not right. blaming Mitch. I mean, that's just he's in the middle of the firestorm. It's not Mitch's job to try to control the narrative. Right. That's that's on Nagy and, and right, the PR right. staff and everybody else. And. And the whole thing's a mess. Like there's no, we were talking about this off air earlier today, Dan, and, and like Mitch is a sympathetic figure somehow out of all of this, which right. is funny. He's a hard guy to, you know, because of his play, like he seems like a nice guy. I think everybody likes him, but because of his play, everybody hates him in Chicago. But right. now we all feel sympathetic or a lot of people do based off of this hot garbage that happened on Sunday night. And Nagy now, Either he's exposed as an idiot, either now people are waking up to the fact that he might be an idiot. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what it is, but either way, he doesn't seem like he has any control over what the fuck is happening with his own team and, and, and the most important, you know, role for anybody on any NFL team with the quarterback, whether you have no idea that the injury happened or whether or not you mismanaged it during the game, the whole thing's just shitty. It reflects terrible right. on Nagy, right? Am I, am I crazy yeah. or he looked like a oh, complete he, asshole Nagy. Yeah. He looks like a complete asshole. He's lot like he just seems like he has no idea what he's doing. He faces a, a little trouble this year and he's just completely fucking folded. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, if Nagy was just the head coach but we had a true offensive coordinator calling the plays, don't you think we would have fired that person by now? I oh mean, my god, yes. Yes. So why, absolutely. So why He's saying he's going to continue calling the plays. I mean, I think his job should legitimately be in jeopardy at this point. This is so fucking embarrassing. And the team's going to start to quit on him. Why wouldn't he just try something else and let someone else take the play calling over? I mean, well, it could at, at least point, show why that not? trying something. Why not? I mean, he was hired as yeah. a head coach, not as an offensive coordinator. So, right. you know, I think the, I heard this on the radio and it was a great point. Like his handling of Mitch and the whispering in his ear and the leading into chase going out in the field. It was so mismanaged because he's calling the offense. So 
Chase, just running Chase out of there. Also, the line that Chase was warming up on the sideline. Did you see that? Yes. There's, what, like, there's no evidence that he was warming up, right? Never doing it. So it just kind of came out of fucking nowhere. So, right. and that's something that like Nagy would relay to Chase to Chase, be like, "Hey, you need to warm up. Mitch is struggling here. If he knew yes. from the second fucking quarter, so maybe he's doing too much calling the plays, which he's obviously not good at at all. So." I think he's going to bury himself further by refusing to change things up whatsoever. And so, you know, the idea that he's just going to keep doing the same shit. If I see Tariq Cohen catch another fucking pass for zero yards, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. It's nonstop. And I know a part of that's Mitch. That's supposed to be his outlet, but it seems to be his first, his first read. And it drives me fucking crazy. And I know the Rams defense is awesome, but, and he he handled himself all right. I mean, the drops weren't Mitch's fault. I right. think I personally think that Mitch probably did get hurt. He mentioned it that like his hip was tight at halftime, but I don't think Nagy ever thought it was an issue, and he saw it as an opportunity to change things up. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh something else. I personally think he thought bringing Chase in would bring a different vibe and at least have positive vibes going into next week. That's what I think. And I think he's so full of shit, he can't even keep track of his own bullshit at this point. Um, So I think that's what he tried to do, and he tried to throw Mitch under the bus in the process, which is dog shit. I mean, Mitch should should have been benched for many other games outside of this one. And like you said, he's a sympathetic, sympathetic, Jesus Christ, too many hams. Uh, He's a sympathetic character for this bullshit. And I mean, Eddie, Eddie De Niro, no more. I mean, oh that guy, God. he almost got off easy with all this bullshit at the end. I mean, the fact that they're not bringing in any kickers after a whole summer of having 12 million fucking kickers. And this guy's clearly done. Like he's lost it. And Nagy's lost confidence in him, which he should. Yeah. And now he's like, I'm not bringing another kicker. Dumb. Like, it's just such a fucking circus and a shit show that nothing's happening. I don't understand why nothing's happening. Uh, no. and, and it's like we have this young talent and they they're going to quit on the team here. They quit on the team that that sets us back even another another year. I mean, guys are going to walk. We're not going to get anyone. You know, the, our the shine off club dub and getting free agents in here. That's essentially fucking gone. So. They need to do something to salvage this season a little bit, make it as positive in some fashion uh, for things moving forward. I don't know. No, no, it's true. And, and, you know, and for better or worse and, and, and probably worse, but the players do seem to love Mitch. His teammates love him for, for, you know, I, I assume for his work ethic, not necessarily what he's doing on the field, but if, if there's any perception that Nagy is trying to bury Mitch to save face, right. That's going to backfire on Nagy. And that, and that's the last thing that's literally, that was, would never, that was never a thought into my mind going into this year that, that Nagy is a problem, right? I mean, right? Mitch, yeah. Mitch being a problem was a possibility, right? This was Mitch's make or break year. Unfortunately, it's, it's clearly a break, right. but, but it was never, but it was never like, I never would have thought that it was the offense or Nagy's management of the team or whatever. And now it's like, this is a, this is a much bigger 
problem than than which that that's what makes me more sad than anything as a Bears fan. You can't just get rid of the quarterback and think right. that everything's going to be great. That's it's beyond that. It, it absolutely is. And oh, and even the offensive line. I mean, they get they were going against a really awesome Rams defense, but they were getting pushed back so much. And Mitch handled it really fucking well. Uh, but but flipping to the defense, our defensive line was dog shit. I mean, yeah. we're getting no pressure. We had no sacks. We haven't had a sack in fucking forever, it feels like. I, 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 it's it's clear, like, Akeem Hicks is the one that makes that defense tick because we have not been the same since he's been gone. That's not a mystery at all. But Mac is, he literally didn't register a stat yesterday. Did you see that? I did see that. And yeah. And, and the crazy thing about that too, is like, okay, if Mac is getting double team, sometimes, you know, double team with a, with a chip as well, everybody else has to step up. If you're, if you get one-on-one, right. That's Leonard Floyd. Uh, At least Roquan was awesome. So I'm not mad at Roquan at all, but it's like, yeah. And the, and the D line in general, like you said, you're calling out the D line as you should. I gave him way too many compliments the last two weeks because i i liked the depth but none of them are performing none of them they none of them are and and you're yeah i don't think we can let mac off the hook though i mean he was dealing with double teams all last year as well but he was still getting to the quarterback he's just not doing it now he and this is a total total idiot's perspective here but he seems to only rush outside and is taking way too far paths out like i feel like they're stretching him out and getting him to run even further out and behind the quarterback can he rush inside just once where was it where's the bull rushing that he did last year knocking these tackles into the quarterback it just feels like he's i don't want to say he's mailing it in but it it feels so different with him this year i mean not not the whole year but the since hicks has been gone it and he's not getting out like leonard floyd's trash like we yeah. He was the question mark. He was he should be stepping up, but I don't know. Mac's not. We're paying him all this money. You know who else is getting double teamed all the time is Aaron Donald, and he's getting it up the right. middle. He's still getting to right. the fucking quarterback. So why is he different than the guy we're paying eight billion dollars to? So I'm having a little trouble letting Mac off the hook at this point. Kyle Fuller, another one. What the fuck? Like, does he have catch, catch, catch? Come on, right, right. How many, how many big interceptions? I, I hate to pick on him. He's been great overall, but Jesus Christ, it seems like how many highlight real drops has he had over the past two or three years? He's had those, and he's getting beat. Yeah, getting beat by receivers too. I mean, that's true. He had a bad game. He had, he had a really bad game. Eddie Jackson was awesome. Roquan was great. Those were our two studs on defense. And it's great to see Roquan's. He's all the way back, I think. Yeah, I and, think he is too. And it fucking sucks that now we're terrible when he's actually like back to his his old ways and what he could be. But God damn it. I mean, I, it sucks. I, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if we want to spend much more time on last week's game. But I mean, yeah. what, what, do you, what are kind of your thoughts of maybe what what sh- we should be doing at this point? I mean, what do you even do? You hope that Mitch is healthy enough to play because what the hell's the point of anything else? Just see him play the last six games. Hope the team doesn't quit on Nagy because you want at least (laughs) some positive momentum going into 2020. 
Like that's, that's all I'm looking for. I don't want to see Hicks come back this year at this point, like just fucking right. I mean, what's the point, right? Just get healthy and, and don't risk coming back too early. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's a helpless feeling. It sucks. They're four and six. And most years you would say, you know, you still have a shot at the wild card, right? There's, there's going to be probably a 10 and six team in the NFC. That's not going to make the playoffs this yeah, year. So right. there, yeah. So there's no, there's no point. We've been joking about it. Like bears <laughs> went out there 11 and five and they don't qualify for the playoffs. So now they went out 10 and six legit. They're probably not qualifying. for the playoffs. Not, So I don't know. What are you, what are you looking for the last six weeks? Yeah. Anything in particular? Well, here's the thing. If Nagy or um, if Mitch has, is hurt, who cares? You got to play him, just play him. And if he, you know, loses both of his legs on the field, so what? I mean, he, we're not, he's not our next year plan anyway. So this idea of pulling him for the better of what? Of him next week? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, just why? So that's why right. I'm not buying this bullshit. Uh, right. I think, you know, just ride Mitch out for the rest of the year. Who fucking cares? But right. don't let him throw that one yard, zero yard pass to Cohen anymore. Be like, you don't have that oh. outlet anymore. Just fucking throw it deep. I think I said that last week. Just yeah. fucking throw it, man. Like, let's yeah. have some fun out there. Uh, I think Nagy needs to give up play calling. And I think Pace needs to tell him that. He's like, dude, we got to fire you if you don't change things up somehow on your staff. Because what you're, what you're doing isn't working. And the only way that Pace has that control or... I don't know. Does that come from Ted fucking Phillips? Someone tell Nagy that he needs to give up some power in some fashion. Or he needs to fucking fire somebody. Like this can't continue. I mean, I don't. I don't understand why we're just doing the same thing. Just do the same thing. D- defense kind of feels like we're doing the same thing too. It seems like we're not really. I thought Pagano was just supposed to send people blitzing all the fucking time. That's what I had been told. That doesn't seem to be happening. Uh, so let's change something up. I, I don't understand this. Like, I know. Yeah, let's have some watch. fucking fun. Let's have some let's fucking, have some fucking fun. fun. That's that's yeah. the goal. Let's have some fucking yes. fun. Have some fucking fun. I mean, we're we're out of the race, so you might as well just give us a reason to keep watching. We'll, we're going to watch because we're yeah. zero dice. We are dedicated and, you know, we're still going to the games and all that shit. But give us a reason to get excited Give us a reason to want to watch the squad besides Ryan Nall. Is that his name? Ryan Nall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Put him in though. You know what? Give him, give him some fucking carries. Let's give him some fun. carries. Uh, so I did see, um, uh, I think Biggs wrote a column, which is weird because he's a beat reporter. He shouldn't be writing columns uh, about getting uh jesper whatever the fuck his name is yep. involved the tight end get him involved i'm with bigs on this one yeah get him involved let's get weird yep yeah i'm with the hey i'm down for all it i'd yeah. love to know what ian bunting's doing right now so let's get them all involved let's get him involved uh highlight for zero doings on twitter this week getting blocked by brad biggs yeah. by the way <laughs> getting blocked fuck. yeah he what a pussy he's an absolute pussy yeah so. yeah we called him out for taking a weird video of Mitch walking off the field because like, stop, stop with the weird videos, Biggs. Can you just stop it? He can't, he can't. He's a weird, he's like a videotaping himself having sex type of guy. What do you call that? There's some you call that. Uh, Do you think Brad Biggs has sex? With himself. (laughs) And a ham sandwich. 
There, he has no less than four fleshlights. <laughs> I love it. Do you think? Are they write-offs for the trip? Just oh, to keep him happy on the road? No doubt. One of them is actually called Weederer. Oh God. Oh. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> open up. Open up wide. Ha! Huh? The big uneasy. Oh man. All right. Well, <laughs> that's probably we probably covered it all. <laughs> yep. This has been the review of the last Bears loss of the year because we're running the table and going ten and six. Bears Rams, what a disappointment. Hopefully Mitch's hip is fine. I'm sure it is because it's a fake injury. Uh, Zero doinks. See you next segment. Flashlight. Welcome back. Zero doinks. Episode 17. Well, we just talked about that horrific loss to the Rams and Mitch's hip and Nagy's bullshit excuses for all of the things. But let's look ahead to the next week. The Bears are hosting the New York football giants and Dan Doinks probably did a lot of homework. I can't wait to hear about it. Let's go, buddy. Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, for some reason, I'm still going to these games because the tickets are already paid for. So I'll be in the house this Sunday, almost said Saturday. Thank God it's on Sunday at noon. I'm I'm done with night games. We have two more, right? What do you think? Is that Chiefs game going to get flexed out? Yeah, I think it is. I'm I'm yeah. hoping it is actually. Yeah, you know, You'll personally, there that that's one. my last game. Yep. Yeah. When how far out in advance do they flex it? Two weeks? I think it's two weeks, yeah, to, to give the teams notice. Yeah, so we I, should know soon. Yeah, I heard that, you know, because it would have made sense to flex this past Sunday's game out to Houston-Baltimore, which a lot of people thought was going to happen, but they just said just because it's Chicago and L.A. that those are huge markets, so they would never flex that one out. So Yeah, and that turned uh, out to be a shit game. So, I mean, not to say that would have been the same yeah. on Sunday night, but whatever. Whatever. All right, we're on to we're on to Giants. All right, Bears all time are 33, 24, and two against the Giants. So suck on that. Uh however, we're on a two-game losing streak against the stupid fucking Giants. Uh last game was obviously last year. That was the Chase Daniel trash game. We lost in overtime. This was back when the Bears were fun. We played horrible and still almost won an OT. We lost by three. Uh, Cohen threw a touchdown pass. This is, I almost said Zach Miller. That's not right. Anthony Miller. Zach Miller was up a lot of hair, but down legs at uh, this time last year. Cohen finished with 156 yards receiving. So he wasn't running those uh, zero yard routes that he is this year. So that was fun. Uh, good old times there. Akeem Hicks had a rushing touchdown. Man, we were just fucking having a lot of fun last year. Remember that? Um, barely your buddy, Adam Shaheen had a touchdown catch. Even, I mean, things were, things were fun. Things were so great. Um, yeah. So chase had a horrible pick six to start the game. I think it was a first or second play. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. what a, yeah. <laughs> thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. Chase. What a fucking midget. God damn it. Fuck you chase. Oh, but well, maybe we'll see you this week. Uh, <laughs> 
So that was our last loss of the regular season last year. And the next week we went on to face the Rams at home. That's when we got the ball roll. We were on a fucking roll. I mean, this hurts to read back like last season and be like, God damn it. That was so too great. fresh. Way too Jesus fresh. Yeah. Christ. What the fuck happened? I think I say that every week. What the fuck happened? Oh, God damn it. All right. So the last uh, moving on last home game was and also uh, last win against the Giants was October 3rd, 2013. Bears win 27 to 21. Giants were 0 and 6 after this loss. So that's a quality win. Uh, uh, Eli Manning threw three interceptions, including one to a Tim Jennings at a pick six. Remember that guy? He was awesome. I liked him. Yeah, he was very solid. Yeah. Uh, Cutler had 262 yards passing, two touchdowns. Uh, Marshall had two receiving touchdowns. Yeah, that was it. 0-6 Giants. We're we're feeling ourselves then. That's all I got. Boring. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's see here. So I'm just picking out another game. Obviously, playoffs are dead for the Bears. But Bears are five and three all time against the Giants in the postseason. How about that, Bill? That's a lot of games. Although I guess they've both been around for one hundred years, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our last playoff game was in New York, January thirteen, thirteen. Why did I say January thirteenth? Thirteenth, nineteen ninety one. Bears lost thirty one to three, so that wasn't close. Whoops. Uh, Captain Butler had our only score of the game. Mike Tomzak who is Beasel's least favorite player of all time. Really? Why? Why? I have no idea. She fucking hates him. You bring his name up now and she will, you'll just see red. It's awesome. Uh, But he had two interceptions that game. So thanks for coming out. Tom Sack. Uh, Neil Anderson led the team with a whole 19 yards rushing. Um, but Bears shouldn't feel too bad because the Giants went on to win the Super Bowl that year. So, was that Otis Anderson? Maybe person one of Parcells. I'm sorry, I apologize for putting you on the spot. I don't know, man. Like it was hard enough to go through this. I'm not losing steam pulling this shit up, but uh, I'm always anxious to get to the coaching staff because that's something I enjoy more. So let's do that. Giants coaching staff. Uh, we have the head coach, which is Pat. I have a heart murmur, Shermer. Uh, he kind of, in his picture on the Giants website, kind of looks like he could be a Sandusky kid for some reason. He kind of looks like a Sandusky. Is that a compliment? I don't know. You decide. I'm sitting this one out. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, he was the Browns head coach from 2011, 2012. I forgot that. I don't know. Yeah. Not great. Browns guy. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, Eagles, and Rams during some really mediocre years. Like, I don't know why he's still getting jobs. Like he hasn't been on a team that's been good at all. when I was looking through his, he's 17 and 42 as a head coach. Oh, I I remember like there were some media members that were kind of pissed that that he wasn't higher on the bears list when it was really? between he and Nagy. Yeah. And, and others it's like, uh, you know, I mean, hard to, hard to, you know, back up our boy Nagy right now, but at least he's not Pat Shermer, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no, and he's, 
He's awful. Yeah. Um, his son Kyle is a practice squad quarterback with the Chiefs currently. He couldn't even get him on a practice squad with his own team. That seems weird. He must really suck. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Shermer, Heart Murmur Shermer, he's got to be uh, pretty pumped to be on the Chiefs instead of the trash Giants. Jesus Yeah, Christ. good for him. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got for him. Mike Shula is the offensive coordinator. He was the Bears tight end coach from 93 to 95. He was the Alabama head coach from 2003 to 2006, which I forgot. Uh, the guy after him has done all right at Alabama. You yeah. know who that is? I'm pretty sure it's the most handsome man in college football, Nick Saban. Uh, Nick Saban, you got to. Is, is this the second straight week that we've talked about a Shula? Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I think weird. And I feel like there was another Shula floating out there one of the other weeks. I don't know. I'm not going to go back and look. I don't give a it's shit. That's fine. fine. Yeah. Um, he uh, graduated from Alabama with a degree in labor relations. Any idea what the fuck that means? Well, I think it, it it's got to be a more meaningful uh, diploma than whatever Lawrence Holmes got via the internet <laughs> as a graduate. I'm part of Tuscaloosa. I am a, yeah. What the hell is that about? Oh, Larry Holmes, stop saying Roll Tide like you fucking went there. You've been to Tuscaloosa once, and it was to get your online diploma, you stupid dick. Grow up. Uh, okay. Uh, so Shula was drafted in the 12th round of the 1987 draft. Can you imagine that fucking draft? 12 rounds. I think there were 16 oh. rounds. Is that right? Yeah. Is that when Jeez. Mike Golick was drafted too? Yeah. He's still oh. bragging about it with Wingo. Yeah. The Wingo ate my baby. Um, <laughs> uh, He's so I, annoying. I, Can we talk? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to pull you off of this real quick, but how annoying is Trey Wingo? Can we talk about this for a minute? I haven't, I haven't done a, uh, you know, see me after class in a few weeks because I've been proven very wrong about all the, about most of the previous see me after class. That's not why I don't do it, but we're in the middle of the season. So I'll be back. Don't worry. But Trey Wingo makes that show unlistenable basically. Cause he's that cheesy and corny, which is incredible considering it's, it's Mully and haw down the dial. Any thoughts, Dan? I just want yeah. some thoughts. You know, he's he's he shakes you to be honest, he shakes you up more than he does me. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but I get it, I get where you're coming from. He is a bit over the top. Yeah. I feel like yeah. everything is like an over the top. Like I think in his mind he believes that he's has like a hot take and it comes out of his mouth in a very aggressive manner that's unnecessary. Right. Yeah. Um but overall he doesn't shake me up too. But I don't listen to it a lot. Yeah, he's he's I mean, and, and I've been accused of this by everybody in my life, basically, of being too extra. <laughs> and so maybe so maybe it's more of a self-loathing thing than <laughs> when I hear Trey Wingo, I think, God, that's what I would do if I was on that show. But anyway, no, yeah, he's a right. yeah, he's a he, he it's more of an example of this morning. If you had listened to this morning, you would agree with me. I am not asking you to listen to any of them, so I'm not even going to send you their podcast from this morning's sode. Anyway, let's move on. I've interrupted right. enough. Go for it. No, one last point on uh, Mike Shula. Uh, according to his Wikipedia page, he's very religious, so that's cool. Congrats. I don't know why that has to be mentioned, but something he added just to let everyone know that he's a big Jesus guy. Maybe Cody Parkey would be into that, I think. <laughs> 
All right. Fuck you, Parky. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Defensive coordinator is James Betcher. I don't never heard of this guy before. You made that he, up. He yeah. was with he was with the Colts, uh, and then went to Arizona. He seemed like a Bruce Arians guy. Also worked under Pagano. Uh, but th- but really not an interesting guy. Uh uh, he's from a town called Lakeville, Indiana, which is a town of 843 people. Would love to hear from our list, loyal listener, Phil, to know if he knows where the fuck that's at. And any you know additional on that? Are we sure that Phil listens anymore? Because usually he sends us a very emotional DM, yeah. which I'm not making fun of you, Phil. I love it. It's great. Um, I think, but it was usually about like his fantasy pick. So I wonder when we killed Bears Fantasy oh, Corner, no. if we killed yeah. Phil. Phil, Sorry. come back, baby. Slide nor DMs. Baby, come back. Uh, okay. Um, last thing on Betcher on his on the bio on the Giants uh web web page. Web page? We still say that, right? Uh there's three paragraphs on how we won an award for saving a kid in a car wreck in 2017 in Arizona. Like sounds like an awesome story, but three paragraphs was a bit aggressive. Yeah. Like it just should be. I don't know. He he's very proud of it and he should be. And there's a family out there who's probably very grateful of that. But yeah. He probably had a five paragraph bio and three of it was about saving a kid and he's a defensive coordinator for an NFL team. Right. Feels like a red flag. I mean, yeah. even more so than being from a town of eight hundred and forty three people in Indiana. No offense yeah. in, no, all offense, Indiana. Right. So <laughs> It should uh, probably be a one a one paragraph thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds agree. like a great thing, but let's you know, let's clip some of those verbs. Yeah, I'm not shitting on the actual no, thing. No, no, that's great. Awesome, but um any let's just move on. I'm digging yeah. myself a hole here. All right. Uh the offensive line coach is a guy named Hal Hunter. Uh he just no. from his from the looks of him, he looks like he's covered up a few crimes in his day. Uh, but he took over as an interim coach for Nick Saban when he left LSU. So huh. his career record as a head coach, 1-0. and So Nick Saban is uh, very, just sort of hovering, the soul of Nick Saban's just all over this staff. Who do you think, so to speak, who do you think Hal Hunter beat for that one victory? Who? What's your guess? Iowa. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. God damn it. We'll get to that later. All right. Uh, D-line coach is Ben Wilkerson. No. He was Bears assistant O-line coach from 2015 to 2017. He played at LSU and won a national championship in 2003. You want to guess who? Fucking Nick Saban. What's up with the Giants and Saban? What's going on No idea. The ghost of Nick Saban, rest in peace, is all over this Giants staff. Um, okay. Moving on. The linebacker coach is Bill McGovern. Only note I have on him. His picture on the website looks like he's mid fart. Uh, looks very distressed. The defensive back coach is Everett Withers. He was a Gophers defensive coordinator in 2007, which was uh, first year under Tim Brewster. He sucked as a head coach, Uh, but this made me think, Although the Gophers don't have pretty much any players in the NFL, 
there's been like no Illini coaches anywhere in any of these. Yeah, Am for I good wrong? reason. No, no, for very, very good reason. Okay. They're they're relegated or delegated. I'm not yeah. really sure to the lower ranks of D1, if not D3. Got it. Got it. Um. You. By the way, no Gophers or Illini on this on this roster either. So, little surprise uh, about Illinois there. Yeah. Good for you, fucker. Fuck uh, you. Okay. So front office now we have just a couple. John K. Mara. Uh, he's listed as John K. Mara Esquire. Oh, gross! Is that, a, that, is that a He's an attorney. Yeah, he's an attorney. Oh. Shut up. Don't put Esquire after your name, John Mara. Fuck you. We know a lot of attorney. Like, could anyone do that who has their law degree do the Esquire thing? I I think so. I I think <laughs> right now you're Dan Doink's Esquire. Fuck the law degree. Yeah. That's what you are. Oh, just just gross. Don't do that, yeah. Esquire. Shut up. Shut up, just, Mara family. Get out. Grow up. Uh, they also have, I don't understand the dynamic of who owns the Giants, but there's the Tish family as well that's also involved. There's a Stephen Tish. Tish I think I'm saying that right. Know. He's Maybe. a chairman, but it's, it's, they own like half of the team. I don't, I don't understand it, but Stephen looks like a huge Coke guy, big time Coke guy. Uh, in uh, in his bio, he's been divorced like four times. So there's your there's your bingo card. He just looks like like long, like older guy, long hair, giant nostrils, just so weeping up the s- snow. Yeah, Stevie's uh dip just absolutely hitting the slopes. Is that the same family? Is that the same guy that wrote the um uh, NBA and NBC jingle? From the piano, no, the Tesh, John Tesh, right? Have you ever seen the video of Tesh doing that live and he's dribbling a fake basketball? I have. It's electric. I love it so much. How do his hair was amazing? Like he had nothing really from like forehead to like mid head, and all of a sudden, boom, mullet town. It was awesome. I'm looking into that myself because as as it's been stated on here before, I'm a rough hair situation guy myself. Uh, okay, last one front office is David Tyree, director of player development. Oh, wow. So good for him. Helmet catch and you get a yep. front office job for life. Good for him. Good for uh, you know what? I wonder if that was like a deal that was made after the Super Bowl. Like you have a yep. job for life with the Giants. Good for him. You're yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's all I got there. Let's talk about the Bears line. Bears are currently minus six and a half over under 40 and a half. I like this is I like that the Bears like this is uh, the second time this season where we don't know if Mitch is playing or not. And Vegas is like, fuck it. We don't care. We're still giving you a line like it's even I checked immediately after the Rams game. And there was a fucking line. It's like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just pathetic. That's when you know. know that you have a shitty, shitty quarterback because <laughs> it's like if Tom Brady was hurt, they would be like, oh, we're not. We can't set a line. I mean, any. I think literally now that I think about it, I think literally any other team that had a hurt quarterback, Matt Stafford was hurt. There was no yeah. line for a while. Right. Maybe not the Titans. Maybe. Maybe. That's a stretch. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. But like, that's not that's not a compliment to the God Bears. Damn it. Yeah. Right. 
Oh, the the Dolphins would be the other one because they have oh, the okay. same shitty quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bears uh, minus six and a half. You're three and nine on the year. I'm five and seven. Gross. Um, you go first. What do you like? All right. You know what? Uh, I'm going Giants, and I'm feeling great about it. <laughs> I think that I don't even know if Saquon is that healthy, but. Uh, we're probably not stopping him because honestly, if the Rams had run Gurley all day, they probably would have been better off. So I feel like the Giants will do the similar, a similar thing. Plus Daniel Jones is kind of a mobile quarterback. He will light our ass on fire. And whether it's Mitch Chase or Tyler Bray, or you name the quarterback, uh, I don't care how bad the Giants defense is, but we blow Giants are covering. I think we win. But I think the Giants are covering. <laughs> what say you, Fuzzy Bridges? Uh this might surprise you. I'm taking the Bears. Whoa, only, wow. Only, only cause nothing makes sense anymore. I feel like I could here's what I, I could see happening. Mitch is gonna play. This is gonna be his Tampa Box game, Tampa Bay Box game from last year. He's gonna have like three touchdowns, and we're gonna be like, oh, well, you never know. We could win. We win. Eh against the giants and we went thanksgiving day and then we start doing the math and we get roped back in and i don't know nothing makes sense anymore and i'm gonna take bears minus six and a half we're gonna win by 10 love it i i love your confidence you were going are you going with Beasel this time right yep 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 yeah okay. all right um, good time although i feel like Beasel's sort of mm, on the fence like just you want to sell the tickets no 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 like just fired up that maybe she doesn't want to make the effort um just because they're so shitty <laughs> we're all bitter but i don't i didn't look at the weather i don't know i feel like the weather this is with the time of the year when the weather gets bad she's like yeah i'm not i'm not fucking doing that so <laughs> um yeah so That's fair. Yep, i'll That's be fair. there uh, because why not? I mean, I feel like the vibes are still good. I'm getting some. Uh, I've had a few uh, people reach out and see if they want if if I could stop by this couple tailgates. Like, I feel like people are getting after it because it's like we're leading into Thanksgiving week that people are sort of like off work or mailing it in at work that people are going to get after it on Sunday. So it could be a fun game for that. Like, I think people are going to be drunk. So, um, yeah. That's all Sounds I got. Good. No, like that's it. great. There's no, you did. Back. Yep. Great job again, Dan. As always, uh, you know, uh, I'm taking one way, the Giants, and I feel gross about it. Dan's going Bears. If you look at our record this year, ride Dan Doinks, not Bill Doinks. This has been a preview of Bears Giants. Zero Doinks. Bye. Estrogen and eggs. Estrogen and eggs. Estrogen and eggs. Ovaries, 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 ovaries. Licking eggs, licking eggs, licking eggs. Welcome back to Zero Doinks, episode 17. This is the long-awaited return of Estrogen and Eggs, our most popular segment ever. We've got a couple of snacks. They've returned. They're still married to us. It's incredible. It's against all odds. 
I'm going to kick it to Jordan Doinks to get this rolling because I think Dan and I might be on the hot seat this week. Bill, that is 100% accurate. I'm just here with my cocktail and my golden doodle, and we are ready to absolutely grill you doinks. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Sounds hot. Bill doinks. Yes, that's me. Bill doinks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Rumor has it from a couple, uh, maybe even last week, that the two of you play together on a men's basketball team called Gray Balls. Is that accurate, guys? That is so incredibly accurate. Dan and I have actually connected for a couple assists, uh, you know, back and forth. I've been feeding Dan down low. He's been feeding me way deep. And yeah, absolutely. We, we're one and one, baby. Dan, how are we doing? I think we're doing great, right? We're pretty good, but I think you could tell you do not listen to the podcast because this is now a segment for the last two weeks, Bill? At least the last oh. week, so I'm thanks a for listening. That's fine. I'm a little behind, a little behind, but really I think the burning question on all of your listeners' minds are, what is the over-under on when uh, you, Bill, blow out a knee? Oh, wow. I would say, <laughs> I think uh, the Vegas line last I checked uh, is week five. So it's it's five and a half. So I've got another good two to three to maybe four games in me until that ACL is in strings. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, Kristen Doinks, would you take uh, the over or the under? I'm going to take the under. Perhaps Jordan and I need some estrogen and eggs cards made up. Well, maybe. I mean, as uh, as all three of us know, and, and the public at large will soon know, probably by the time they listen to this, you guys have your own logo now. We are buying into estrogen and eggs. We're buying into both of you. You both look exactly like, <laughs> like the Indonesian artwork on <laughs> that image. That is not even close to me. Like, I don't know who that is, but it's not me. I mean, I have a baby arm, but I'll take it. <laughs> we're also conjoined twins jordan i know that actually Dream is pretty true. pretty sexual for me ron jeremy has a baby's arm and no you don't hear anyone complaining about that <laughs> i'm sorry pleasure town did you just compare oh. your wife's artwork to ron jeremy's dick baby's arm holding an apple you're goddamn <laughs> right i did god all right moving on i want to hear kristen doing's yeah. questions all right. Oh wait, that wasn't that wasn't a question because I'm exhausted after being ripped <laughs> over the coals. <laughs> All right, let's get down to some brass tacks here, uh, Dan. I'm just curious, what exactly is your routine for prepping for a Bears game? Like, you know, how do you start your day off? How early do you want to go? The moment you wake up, I suppose. Ham's fart immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's my my internal clock witness, witness. uh i get up a ham's fart i pace around the room for about 15 to 25 minutes uh get the kids ready ish start chatting up how we're gonna get them in front of a tv so i feel less <laughs> guilty about leaving jordan dinks at dinks jordan dink <laughs> jordan doinks uh at home uh, <laughs> solo with the kids um, yeah, it varies, I guess, by what time the game is, but if usually Beazle's involved, 
she comes and picks me up. I drive to the city, so I don't have to drive back after a handful, <laughs> a handful of beers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all strategic. Uh, then it, yeah, from there it varies. Usually, get really angry at the Bears from about noon to two thirty, um, and then I'm angry on the way home and uh, come home to a bunch of zombie children. And um, yeah, that's about it. I try to convince Jordan Doinks that we need to order pizza or Chinese food for dinner that evening. Because um, that's going to absolutely de-escalate the foofs that you're letting out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say foofs? Yeah, I said foofs. That's a word that? in our house. Yeah, Ooh, I like that hmm. one. I think I think Phil Sr. created it when I was a child, and I've been sticking with it ever since. Have you ever heard an ostrich fart? <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, uh, or, out of its mouth. <laughs> Trust out of its mouth. Absolutely. It wasn't pleasant. Absolutely. Wait, huh? Hey, uh, this is has nothing to do with my line of questioning, but Dan oh. Doinks, what you sipping on? Hams. Uh, it's hams and whiskey. It's uh, whams. It's delicious. <laughs> this is the it's second really time good. this week I have actually come home to. Dan Doink's drinking a lot of the whiskey. He's on a whiskey Ooh. kick right now. You're is this welcome. a rough week? Is this a rough week, Dan Doinks, or is this like uh, just a new, new thing? I don't know if you heard the news, but the Bears are fucking four and six. Of course, it's been a rough <laughs> week, Kristen. Yeah, you know what? I got to be honest. I, I watched a little bit of the game the other night in uh-huh. a separate room from Bill Doinks, and it's not normally, you know my thing i'm not really interested in watching those games god they fucking suck it's not good it's not good uh, i mean i i yeah. almost feel bad for them yeah well as a packer fan i almost feel bad for them but then i realize i really don't you know because okay i'm good. over the pack the packer gloating yeah. for the good. moment i love good you Kristen heart. doings but i'm shutting it down thank you in no. follow-up no. i want to know what no. routine is I, first of all dan's is full of shit because he gets on a 6 15 <laughs> oh, train for a fucking three <laughs> o'clock game so mm-hmm. he literally gets on the train before the sun or the children are rise so this getting the kids ready is magical mystery to me but anywho not that i'm bitter bill Tell us about your routine. I think this segment needs to be called the most bitter of eggs and estrogen based off of all of these questions. This is like therapy, which is fine. I mean, we're in the hot seat. We asked for it. So you know what? Shut the fuck up and answer my question. Oh, my God. Exactly. You absolutely can swear on this podcast. So thank you for doing so. Um, So my my routine. So if I'm not going to the game, if it's a road game or if Dan Doinks has the tickets, I, I wake up, uh, you know, after Kristen has probably dealt with the kids, let's be honest. Uh, I do make the kids breakfast consistently, but sometimes I do it wrong. Uh, and yeah, usually without <laughs> asking them what they want, and right. then I end up having to make a breakfast yeah. that they will actually eat. And that's fine. That's fine. Proceed. A for yeah. effort. Yeah, yeah. No, it's A for totally effort. Fine. Thank you so much. So I wander downstairs and make them a breakfast they didn't ask for. Uh, I start 
Uh, <laughs> I jump on Twitter looking for, you know, Dan Weederer's latest tweets about injuries. Uh, usually he's a bit late. Uh, Dan Weederer, ladies, if you don't know, I'm going to mansplain. He is a troll motherfucker for the Chicago Tribune. He's a horrible beat writer. And he's usually late to the party with all of the news. Anywho, um, so I think about the Bears every Sunday a lot. And it, basically anything that happens on Sunday prior to the Bears game, I'm just, I don't, I don't mean to wish time by, but I just want to get to kickoff and, you know, let's go baby. Let's get the kids distracted. As Dan said, you know, put them in front of a TV, you know, give, give uh, Max Doinks some Paw Patrol or something. I don't know what's going on. And, uh, and let's see what happens. Uh, I watch the game. I'm angry. Typically this year, I'm very angry. I try to watch the game. I'm distracted a lot. Um, and uh, and then after the game, I usually need a cool off period after one of the six losses. And I text Dan a lot during the game. Uh, we try to make each other laugh um, and um, feel better about our lives. And that's about it. If it's a victory, I am flying high. And Chris Doinks, she's got to root for the Bears victory because I am much more pleasant. I might be willing to do more things on a Sunday night, you know, and, and be more responsible. Um <laughs> What what more things are you thinking that you would do if they were to win? Because frankly, it's been so long, I I can't remember. Make a lunch. Okay, you don't even make her lunch properly. She'll come home and say, "Dad made my lunch, didn't he?" <laughs> he didn't true. even cut my sandwich, so uh, I didn't eat it. Yeah, I don't I, think you got the put, che- put over cheese. There. On- yeah, we do. You put cheese on it. You know I don't like cheese. You know, our kids get a choice of cereal one, cereal two, cereal three. Great move. Great move. Oh, you're move. taking too, too long. Here's the cereal I choose for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? It's a great question, Jordan. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not great during football season. I'm not a great dad or husband during football season. I'm the first to admit it. I mean, admission is really important when you have a problem, so... I don't see it as a problem. So I guess we're not there yet. Guess not. (laughs) Um, Can I ask Dan Doink's question? Mm -hmm. I I would love to hear it. (laughs) So Dan's commitment to the Bears, as highlighted, has been really strong his entire life. And, you know, he was pretty stoked to get season tickets. And, you know, I'm happy for him. It's, It's a big part of his life. But I want to know how far he would go. And my question to Dan Doinks is, would you have sex with Mrs. McCaskey for lifetime season tickets, say 12th row seats, club side, 50 yard line? What would you do to Virginia? Virginia! (laughs) Well, uh, to answer your question, yes, I would. Uh, That hurts. Go on. Could I get it? Well, would a parking spot be involved as well? (laughs) You'd have to park it somewhere. Hey-oh. <laughs> Hey-oh. So I think the strategy with Virginia is just not to kill her during sex. So that's really it. <laughs> just like throwing it into a bag of bones. Oh, <laughs> Question for Bill Doink. Oh, boy. I have a couple. Hot seat. Hot seat. Oh. Um, Bill. Yeah. I want to I wanna know. What do you actually do when you are told to get loud 
at Soldier Field. What does this mean to you? Mm, this this is a great question. What <laughs> when I when I hear that, uh, I honestly go the opposite way and I get as quiet as possible. And I completely throw down, I, I'm throwing down a beverage and, and I'm doing one of these like half claps on top of the beverage. Like it's like a real muffled, you know, I mean, nobody can see me right like now, a but I'm, fingertip. I'm doing a lot of that. Yeah. Like yeah, a little yeah. fingertip clap. Yeah. Okay. Like a little finger. Yeah. So okay. I'm anti somebody telling me to get loud. Um, you know, oh. shut up. If the bears are playing well, I will get loud. I will absolutely get loud. Don't tell me what to do. PA guy who's retiring after this year. Do you have another I really, question? really hit a, a nerve. No, I wow. mean that. Thank you. I feel the passion. <laughs> thank you. That's a good question. I'm really, really sorry. Yeah, no. Kristen, you... please, for the love of God, never tell Bill to get loud. My question for Dan is, I want to know if you have ever met Dan Hampton. You know, I got to go to the last game with you, and he was actually on the sideline, you know, dishing some knowledge. And mm-hmm. uh, I just want to know, have you met him? What's your experience there? I'm glad you asked because you know the answer to that. Uh, we met him at one of your work parties, and he could not have been a bigger asshole. He acted <laughs> like anytime anyone wanted to take a picture with him, ask for his autograph, which was literally the only thing he was supposed to be doing, and talking to uh, your em- coworkers and employees of your company. I almost said the name. Sorry. Um, Thank you for not doing that. He was a fucking asshole, and that. They say, don't meet your heroes. Well, he was one I shouldn't have met because he was a fucking prick. Steve McMichael, hammered, awesome dude. Wilbur Marshall, nice, good dude. They played in a band together. They were fucking terrible. Bill and I saw a little (laughs) snippet of it last year at the Patriots game, and it was terrible, right? Bill, you can attest to it. It was horrible. The Bears were playing decent up to that point, and then his dumb Arkansas face came on the sideline, and somehow it segued to like a a clip of the band playing really bad jazz or bluesy oh, music yep. or whatever. And I think the Patriots went on a twenty-one zero run immediately after that. Yep. So Facts. fuck you, Dan Hampton. Just fuck you. And you're right. Don't ever meet your heroes. That's why I try to stay away from Yoda in the flesh. A little off topic there, Bill, but uh, okay. Bill's pretty feisty tonight. He is. Dang, what did you make for dinner? Oh, he was a chicken of Parmesan. But I want to kind of bring us back uh, to the wholesomeness that we should all remember with regard to Disney. And I want to know, <laughs> what is the worst ride at Disney? Mm. all parks included and and why and what is the best ride or attraction at disney all parks included both of you guys to answer this dan you go first dan doings first Mm -hmm. well i think because you're the one who called him out Mm -hmm. i think we established last episode the carousel of progress is absolutely the best ride at the um of all parks uh the Mm -hmm. worst one i feel like if you Oh, all right. So we had to wait in line for fucking ever at the fucking carousel that's oh, in Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. The carousel. Oh, Fuck that Oh, carousel. right across from Mickey Silver Magic. Yeah, that yeah the worst. I could drive 10 minutes in any direction and ride a fucking carousel, but we go all the way to 
Orlando and pay a billion dollars to get our kids in and they want to wait 45 minutes for a fucking carousel ride. So for me, that's by far the worst one. Mm. kind of a forgettable ride too yeah like i I didn't remember that can we talk about how uh we we did go to disney with the kids we saved up and we we went in uh january and i was kind of the keeper of the meal ticket and the meal plan and we only have this many meals and snacks and i was kind of just a nazi about it speaking of walt disney and (laughs) i'm like it was a different time it was a different time (laughs) Nobody can get a snack without clearing it with mommy. <laughs> Just a control freak coming out of me. And uh, Dan says he's got to go to the bathroom and come strolling up with a ginormous turkey leg that he yep. spent a motherfucking meal on. Not even a snack. It counted as a whole meal. So our kids had to split like an ice cream for lunch because we had no more meal left i was pretty pissed well maybe our kids shouldn't have me wait in line 45 minutes at a fucking carousel (laughs) then they get an actual meal i earned that goddamn turkey leg next to the hall of presidents (laughs) and you consume it's a great call you made that turkey leg your absolute bitch because none of us got a bite (laughs) it's a great call no i mean doinks yeah it's not dan's first time taking a mouthful of meat in his mouth let's be honest um so like you know that from experience whoa Mm. um okay so i'm gonna answer the same question i don't know if i was invited to but i'm going to yeah you were best Mm -hmm. ride carousel of progress uh a that's one a (laughs) one and why and why uh the sweaty mannequins and the dog that just can't and won't die i love him i love that dog the music Side is electric. Yes. Beautiful There's a weird like shower scene too. Like the dad's really what? creepy. Oh, like, yeah. Right? The, the dad's creepy yes. with his kids. The whole thing's weird. And I love it. I love all the weirdness. It's great. It's great. Uh, it's, you know, it's air conditioned kind of or no. Is yeah. It, it is. Like, that's, yeah. that, you know, that's where we go to eat our lunch. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's Turkey fine. Yeah. Um, no, no, I pass on those. <laughs> that just sounds disgusting. I've actually never had a turkey like that. That's my that's my bad. Uh, one beat like mm-hmm. I love Space Mountain. I just discovered this. I was I was afraid as a child to go on Space Mountain, and now pussy. as an adult, I love it. I know. Oh, oh God, I was such a pussy as a You're kid. Such a foof. <laughs> I was. I was a foof. A foof and a poof. Um, worst ride, legit. Worst. I wouldn't call this a ride. The worst like thing in Disney is that what is the thing with like. All the stupid parrots and the birds and all oh, that shit. Hut. Oh, the tiki hut. Fuck the tiki hut. Absolutely. Wait, fuck I you. thought you thought the tiki thought room. The... First thought... of all, oh yeah, the tiki room. No, yeah. fuck it. Jesus, it's you call stupid. yourself a Disney fan. You have to wait in line for that, and I no. look up. I'm a tiki hut. Like it's like not even how it goes. I respect that you're out of the sun. You're out of the sun, but it goes on ten minutes too long, just like a Judd Apatow film. And it just won't. It just it drives me crazy. Why? I you thought guys you have thought the jungle boat was the worst. Oh, the jungle boat with all the puns. Oh, with all the puns. Great. Yeah. That is a great. No, call. those puns yeah. are the fucking worst. That Thank one makes you. my yeah, skin. Yeah, he crawl. won't let us go on that ride anymore. No Right. I use that loosely. No. I don't really. Know uh, Jordan, I want to turn. I want to turn this on Jordan Doinks there, estrogen mm. and doodles. What is your least and most favorite outside of the Nazism? 
Um, great question. Can I start with the worst one? Please. We did a fast pass to the Winnie the Pooh ride. Oh, huge mistake. Yeah. Amateur garbage. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage hot ride. Garbage. Yeah. Um, and it, boring. That smells weird in there too. Can we talk about the image at the end? Do you recall the image on the wall <laughs> at the end of that ride, Kristen? It's ringing like a bell to you. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of vaguely. It have looks like. It, no, it looks like Winnie is is taking a lot of. <laughs> A lot of seed in the face at the end. He's got honey all over his cheeks. Like a spray do of honey. Not, do we not? Do we? Do you guys? I'm shocked that you guys didn't pick up on that. Did a little digging around in my daughter's room, mm-hmm. and she has this book. Can you guys see? Who yeah. was Walt Disney? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good mustache. And I thought, well, you know, I wonder if it talks about some of his issues in this children's book, right? Like, can I pick up on any nuggets and, you know, the writing that they did, whatever, whatever. I, I like that's that's where you go for your top mm-hmm. notch research. Not the it internet. Is. It is. It is. It had a bibliography or whatever you call those things. So I figured it was probably pretty solid. Anyway, didn't find anything on, you know, that whole topic, but Shocking. I found this to be interesting. A couple of little nuggets that I wanted to share. When Walt was four years old, his parents moved his family from Chicago, where he was born, to Marceline, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, Missouri, because the area around them was turning, and I quote, rough. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, red flag. Red flag. The other thing uh, that I noticed was... And keep in mind, again, this is a children's book. They wrote that after school, Walt enjoyed activities like fishing, sledding and skating in the winter. Very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the warmer months, skinny dipping. Oh, Why nice. would this be in a children's book? Oh, great point. I don't know. So I feel like at an early age, this guy had some issues brewing. Yeah. So yeah, I just this whole I, segment on a weird no. whatever. Now but I, I know just... where Ariel's Grotto came from. I got one for you, uh, Bill Doinks. I'm in. Okay. If Kevin White and Kristen Doinks walked into a bar, now note, Kristen has a bottle of the crispest Kim Crawford Sauve Blanc, mm. a bowl of goldfish, <laughs> Sexy lingerie <laughs> and perfume day chicken tender. Yep. Who would you approach first, Kevin White or Kristen Doinks? You know, if this was, it's a great question. I, I absolutely <laughs> set in the scene right there. You know, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I just had <laughs> like a, yeah. I had a reflection on my life and I'm very disappointed in myself <laughs> that that's. That's how you can sum me up very quickly, at least in the cuisine category, for sure. Uh, as a youth, I also ate Hot Pockets, for the record, and microwavable cheeseburgers from Hormel. I'm sure those didn't immediately give me ass cancer, but, you know, whatever. Um, all right, if this was circa, if this was, <laughs> to answer your question more directly, if this was circa 20... 20- 14, which I believe might have been the year that the Bears drafted uh, Kevin White, maybe 2015. I would I would look at 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 Kristen Doinks and I'd say, 
appreciate the effort, especially the lingerie <laughs> that you might be wearing in public. <laughs> but I'm not ready for that sort of commitment yet. Hey, Kevin, hell of a draft pick. You look great. I'm going to talk to you. If this is a month ago, I mean, Kevin White is probably, you know, he, I don't know what Kevin White's doing right now. I would definitely go with uh, Chris and Doinks. Uh, Feels yeah. good to be second. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're. I mean, my uh, husband would fuck Virginia McCaskey. Right. So. Right. So call it <laughs> even. Both sleeping on the couch even. tonight. Oh, that's right. Yep. Where they can lay as many foofs as they want. That's Whoop. right. What's next? Okay. <laughs> I'm still not over ass cancer. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, Bill. Jesus Christ. Wow. You know what? It they taste it's great. also news to me. No, it so I would come home in high school in between the end of the end of school if I had a late basketball practice. Yes, I was actually not in the varsity team because I all of a sudden realized that I was, you know, five eight at best. Um and and I would have myself I, I was so hungry, I need some food. And I would pop in a microwave cheeseburger and it it tasted good i'll be at the time it tastes yeah good. i'll say in high school those were pretty legit all right thank you thanks for backing oh, me. except no. for the bread would get a little hard on the edges sometimes if you didn't kind of like that just right i kind of like that a lot of seeds on top right mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of seeds. seeds yeah all right Glad and like wax cheese oh yeah dan doinks what kind of a after school snickety snack did you get into um that's the ladies oh, a slice of pie if you will uh no i avoided the ass cancer burgers um <laughs> let's see i don't know i like hot pockets was a good call i was a hot pocket guy some bagel bites maybe oh, Get into call. oh, oh bite. what bite bagel, bagel bites. bites so good oh i thought uh, you said bagel bagel no he's had the whiskey uh <laughs> whamsky what did i call it earlier i think Wh so uh, whamsky oh i don't remember um, <clears throat> yeah i think that's about it maybe some cereal maybe that's why i just keep shoving cereal down my kids throats because it's all i know <laughs> that's fair that's fair mm -hmm. you guys what are, are going all... what about you oh well, yeah no definitely the uh tostino pizza roll mm. oh. that was pretty hot on the list yep. never and had I... one Mm, that's on you. Yeah, it mm -hmm. is. Did you ever have a, like a party pizza? Tostitos party pizza? No. Sounds made up. You're mm -hmm. made up. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you noticed my the blush I put on my face earlier? I can't get past the fact that you're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> I am right now. But not Barely. later. Uh, pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Uh, my mom also did this weird thing where she would have those little hostess cupcakes, oh. but she'd keep them in the deep freeze. <laughs> so you had to like reach your arms in, cut up your knuckles on like the frosty shit on the sides, and then absolutely break a tooth to try to get to that cream filling. We need to. Here we go. We need to. Never let. <laughs> <laughs> I only ever liked the frosting off the top of those. I didn't like the cake part, and I definitely didn't like the cream. But you tossed me an oatmeal cookie thing with the frosting in the middle. Yeah. That's called an oatmeal cream pie, baby. Uh, uh, Little nope. Dab. Yeah. Nope, that's yeah. for weirdos. Dan is mm -hmm. a huge ding-dong guy. Guaranteed. Huge oh, ding love ding-dongs. 
I ding dongs, ho hos, Twinkies, giving me all baby. You strike me as a Twinkie lover. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get this way eating salads. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is indeed. Yeah. Well, All right. Yeah. What's who else has something hot? I'll be honest. I'm I'm fresh out. Jordan. Jay, do I got anything? No, that really concluded my line of questioning for you guys. I will have you know, I just want to give a quick little update on the uh, Golden Doodle, a.k.a. Dawson Doinks, is so enthralled with this podcast, he is now snoring in my lap. So, way to keep his attention. Well, okay. You know what? That's probably not unlike most of our audience most weeks. So, thank you, Dawson, <laughs> for jumping on board there. We really appreciate that. Well, ironically, though, maybe that's not the right word, but oddly... He was in this exact same position a couple weeks ago when uh, Bill and Dan Doinks thought it a good idea to have this taping at our household. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Intoxicated, sleeping kids, sleeping dogs, Tuesday night. And uh, Bill, in his drunken splendor, just decided to climb up them stairs and come up and check us out. (laughs) Floor two. I think I was and, I was looking for a bathroom and I, all of a sudden I was basically on the roof. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he left that detail out of the conversation the next day. Yep. Dawson doing the shirt on though. Barely. Uh, You're see? welcome. Barely. You're absolutely. He got real welcome. comfortable. He got real. Oh comfortable. yeah. Dawson Doinks almost took a entire bite out of his nutsack. I mean, he <laughs> popped off that couch and absolutely destroyed Bill. I. It was awesome. <laughs> it's a hell of a watchdog you got there. What was scarier, Bill? The fact that I didn't have a bra on or that Dawson almost bit your cock? <laughs> I'd have to lean strongly toward the bite of the cock. Uh... <laughs> All right. Good answer. Thank you. Good Thank you answer. So <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah. this, I don't know if Dan has anything else. Anything there, Dan Doinks? Nope, this has been fun. The seat has been real hot tonight. Thank you, ladies. Oh, it has been hot. Thank (laughs) Thank you you for having us. Thank you for all of your homework. We appreciate it. Another successful version of Estrogen and Eggs. Congratulations on your new logo, ladies. You're going to be signing (laughs) autographs left and right in the west suburbs of Chicago. (laughs) See you next segment. This is Kristen Doinks, co-star of Estrogen and Eggs, and you are listening to Zero Doinks, a mediocre podcast about the less-than-mediocre Bears NFL team. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. When I need my latest information on the Bears, the Gophers, the Illini, or John Lithgow, I turn to Zero Doinks. The Big Ten Minute. Welcome back, episode 17. It's time for Big Ten Minute. Real bummer of the week for my Gophers. They played like absolute shit and still almost won. They also had some kicking problems at the end, which uh, screwed everyone out of a push last week. So thanks a lot, kicker, whose name I refuse to uh, put into my brain. 
Um, so Gophers lose at Iowa. Fuck you, Tim. That's all I think that remains to be said. Uh, Iowa's a tough place to play, which is a problem for your Illini coming up this week. But uh, winnable game for the Gophers. They go at Northwestern this week. They win out. They win the Big Ten West. So still a possibility. I was more worried about that Iowa game than I am against Wisconsin in two weeks. Um, so we got that out of our system. We're Gophers still ranked 10th in the playoff rankings. I don't understand. Is that the be-all, end-all rankings now? Do you know, Bill? Yeah, they they convert whatever the stupid other rankings are to the uh, playoff rankings at this point. That's the only one that you should right. really care about. So Gophers still top 10, which is pretty cool. They are, um, yes. They're still getting some respect for losing a game. I mean, they lost Iowa, who's ranked. They were dogs. They were three-point dogs and played like trash and should have won, could have won. Uh, the only concern with the Gophers is Tanner Morgan uh, got hurt right at the end of the game. He apparently got a concussion, so he may not even play this week. But we're talking about Iowa. Let's talk about Illinois at Iowa, 11 a.m. on Saturday. Illini are plus 14 and a half. Over under is 46 and a half. So what say you, fuzzy Illini, Indian, kind of racist britches? You're not racist, the Illini. You You know what? I'm going to back. Let's back that train up. You're not racist. I was making it was a, kind of a reference to the old chief Illini wick. Um, <laughs> don't know where to go from here. That's right. Get your thoughts. That's right. That's right. Thank you. That, that is a warm segue into this. Uh, thank you so much. Um, so, so don't think that Lovey Smith has not noticed the disrespect from Las Vegas, by the way, his press conference this week and uh, a reporter probably from the, you know, the uh, the the Rantoul rag asked him a question about Illinois being 10 plus uh, dogs going to this week. And he said, yeah, he said we have been 10 plus dogs most of the time this year, especially on the road in the Big Ten. So he's pissed. He's talked to his players about it. 14 and a half. That that seems like a lot. And I know I am very biased uh, I bleed orange and blue, and uh, I'm not saying Illinois is winning outright this week. I'm not. I'm not going to go there. Iowa's extremely good, especially at home. Uh, they do that awesome uh, hospital wave after the first quarter, cool. third quarter. It's it's great. It's so it's cool. Really cool. Yeah, yeah you, you you can't hate the the Hawks for that. It's super super great. Um, and Kinnick has been a bit of a house of horrors for Illinois over the years. So uh, I think Illinois covers, but they don't win. However, we're bearing the lead. Uh, I am Illinois is still alive for the Big Ten West. Okay. <laughs> they, they are. They are. Somehow they are. This was this was released by Illinois PR staff, which I love. I absolutely love it. So here's what needs to happen. Illinois oh wins at Iowa. So this week. November 23rd, this Saturday, Illinois wins at Iowa, Minnesota loses at Northwestern, and Wisconsin loses at home to Purdue. Realistic. All three are very realistic, right? Okay, so we go into the final weekend, November 30th. Illinois, all they have to do, Illinois wins at home against Northwestern, and Wisconsin wins at Minnesota. Illinois is waving the Big Ten West 
flag against the Buckeyes in Indianapolis on December 7th. If all of that happens, honestly, it's incredible. It, it, I, I know this is not realistic. I'm not an idiot. It says Matt Nagy after week four or whatever. Right. So I don't want to, I don't want to quote him, but the fact that Illinois is mathematically alive with two weeks to go in the big 10 West is, is an accomplishment for Illinois football. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that. What say you, Dan? Um, well, I'm not taking a side in this one, but uh, I like the Illini in the points this week. Uh, I have breaking news for you. I just rechecked the line and uh-oh, it's actually uh-oh. plus 15 and a half. So oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It is trending. better. It opened at 12 and it's at so that's weird. weird. So honestly, I know, I know I, I love the Illini, but is that not weird? That's weird. Yeah. I know Iowa's good. They just came off a huge win, but to me, I would go oppo like take Illinois out of it and, and, and say it's I don't, like Michigan state or something. Right. Yeah. I would feel incredibly weird that the line keeps climbing. That's strange. That's strange. No, I like that. I I would take the Illini, but just here. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. No, no, that's okay. That's all right. When you made me think when you're running through the scenario of the Illini going to the (laughs) Big Ten Championship, yeah, they'd obviously play Ohio State, right? Can we just? That's a safe assumption. I would assume so, right? So Ohio State is hosting Penn State this week. Do you know what the line is? I have no idea. No. Yes. Uh, Ohio State's hosting Penn State. Ohio State is a seven and a half point favorite. 18. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? A one loss Penn State team, right? I don't know. 18. Yeah. Penn State's ninth in the country right now. 18 points. So what would that line look like? Ohio State against Illinois. I think it's going to be 28 plus. I think it might be 35. It's more. Yeah. Even though it's neutral versus uh, Columbus, we own Ohio state and Columbus, by the way, Uh, it would be (laughs) a 31 and a half. That would be my guess. Yeah. Okay. That's good. But yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, that's that's so it. Yeah. 18. Holy shit. Ohio state's, awesome i mean but they also Lucky feel like a team but that also feels like ohio state's a team the public can't get enough of so that vegas is just going to inflate that number because they're just going to keep hammering ohio state but right God damn they look awesome and and for some reason i don't know why they dropped out of that one spot um because lsu yeah. up for beating alabama which i don't know it, it, ohio state's awesome i think they're winning it all so I think so too. Yeah, we talked about it a few weeks ago. We were kind of, yeah. you could you could hear us hedging because the SEC historically, recently anyway, has been so amazing. But Ohio State looks un fucking beatable. They just do. Yeah. LSU looks great. Also, I, I'm still bitter at LSU from the 2001 Sugar Bowl the way they treated <laughs> Illinois fans with such disrespect in New Orleans. We're just trying to we're trying to help your economy. We don't belong here. Leave us alone. Um, so that's personal. That's, that's totally personal. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, uh, Rick, yeah, Rick, Rick Fieldsman, our buddies in new Orleans this week. So he is, how drunk is he right now? Do you think, oh, do you think I'm, he's in- I'm nervous? So do you take the record down there? He probably did. Yeah. yeah. And do you think he's visiting any of the weird bars we went to on my bachelor party? Yes. Or, or any of the things, a home run. All of them are. This is a home run. 
Bingo. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, I like your I like your line. I pick. We'll just Thank settle you. on that. Uh, so Gophers, Minnesota, yeah. What's yeah, the line? Gophers I'm curious. At Northwestern, another 11 a.m. game. Um, so in Chicago here, I would I was itching to go, but I got a lot of a lot of family shit going on, so couldn't swing it. Uh, Gophers are minus 13 and a half over unders 41. Uh, I'm taking the Gophers. I don't give a shit. They're gonna Northwestern's terrible. They're terrible. They don't if the Gophers don't win by two touchdowns or more, that's gonna be a problem. So even if Tanner Morgan doesn't play, they should be able to run the ball all over the fucking Wildcats. And the Northwestern's offense is supposed to be horrendous, right? So can I uh, paint you a picture, Dan? I just oh want to paint God. you a picture. If you're gonna tell me about how the Illini are getting into the fucking <laughs> Big Ten championship again, we fucking heard it, but go ahead. No, I'm not I'm not trying to paint you that picture i'm i'm just trying to focus on minnesota at northwestern okay pat fitzgerald is a guy that um he knows how to win according to everybody outside of like illinois fans right pat fitzgerald runs a clean program he's a winner he he has a a bit of a flat top and he's only won two games this year right dan do you honestly think that Pat Fitzgerald is going to uh, finish the year with less than four, if not three wins. What do you think? Uh, no, he's losing. You know, they're going to win two games this year. They okay. finish with the I, Illini, I assume, right? Yeah, I, I hope yeah. you're right. Yes, they do. So yeah. our, our squads are, are both playing the Wildcats. Here's the problem, though, for your Gophers. Uh, the Wildcats caught a, 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 they have a bit of a taste of victory after last week, a weird non-conference win against UMass, really weird scheduling by the oh, way. Right. Yeah. And UMass, I think is the worst D one football squad in all of division one. Uh, so totally weird. But the, the thing is they've got some momentum going to the gopher game and, uh, the Illini are on the gopher's tail. Yeah. Not scared. Gophers are out for blood as well after losing a bullshit game when they played awful. So yeah, not scared. Just you could paint whatever picture you want. Um, not happening. Go for it. Okay. Go for Here's what I'm saying. It okay. doesn't it doesn't count toward the record, but Northwestern's winning. I'm Fuck going to you, North, Northwestern money oh. line. All right. Fuck off, man. I've been real nice about your Illini and your pick. So come on, man. Uh okay. <laughs> So you're just just so we're straight. You're six and six on the year for Big Ten games. Hot, and I'm seven four and one. So we're doing all right in college football. Not wow. not too bad. I say college football like it's we're we're betting Illini Illini go for games here. Only two people in America combining those two teams. So, um. What, which way do you think Tim's going in the Iowa Illinois game? I'm curious. I'm legit curious fucking tweet us tim but what is dan yeah. doing to think uh what which ways what do i think yeah. Tim's thinking oh, yes um yes. i don't know he's probably gonna play it but he's gonna play a stupid prop bet like <laughs> will there be an onside kick or some fucking stupid like that did he talk <laughs> any shit after they beat the ghost no, no i didn't hear from him but no, that's good were, but that's fine because i heard from many other iowa fans who mm. felt the need to chirp at me and you know what it hurt my feelings. So, what was your response? Did you respond to any of them? Yeah, I could. What could I say? I mean, it was. I basically said, 
go we gave you that game so you're fucking welcome so storm the field all you want you fucking pussies um i don't know i don't know what to say that's fine take take the take the fucking pig and shove it up your ass for another year to uh opposite side of my wishful thinking and i'm the king of wishful thinking um do the Gophers clinch the Big Ten West if they win this weekend? Do you know? Do you know this to no. be fact? You don't. Yeah, only if Wisconsin loses. They do if if they. Oh if they shit! Win. Yeah. So the so the so here I. Yeah, well, yeah. Paint uh, me your paint me your scenario because yeah, I've been so... I've been blabbing about the chief and yeah. you accuse me of being a racist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, the Gophers win this weekend and the Wisconsin hosts Purdue. So more than likely both teams win. So next week we'll be in Minneapolis will be the big 10 West championship game. So the winner of that wins the West, which will be pretty awesome. There's more, there's more chatter already about game day coming to, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> obsessed pj oh, they can't is it coming from pj yeah no not from pj but just from gopher fans who still can't let it go um but yeah there's been talk about that and the game because they just announced the game's going to be at 3 30 it's going to be a 3 30 what did i call it the semi late game or semi you call semi it a semi game yeah uh, it's going to be another semi game well, okay. So I have a question for you now. So you mentioned three o'clock last week, and I thought that you were off by like half an hour or an hour, but you were right. It was three o'clock central last week. Yeah. Three thirty. What? That's central, I'm right? Three thirty. Maybe I'm right. Maybe it's three. I. I, I no, 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 no. You may be right on the central. money. Yeah, that's weird. Like, do you know what channel is it on? Three thirty. It's gonna be an ABC game again. So okay. People, I always thought it was two thirty, but uh, I'm an idiot. So oh, I, uh, no, no, you might be, you yeah. might be totally right. I don't know, man. No, 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 um, no it's fine. I'm not trying to lot, call you out. I got a lot going on, Bill. I don't know. I don't know. Central. No, I don't, no. what I'm, I'm saying. Still, I'm trying to make fun of myself. Still messing me up, Bill. I know. I know. No, 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 no. Because you were right on the money with three. So I'm trying to give you credit for three thirty. Because let's be honest. Why why should an Illinois football fan give a fuck about November college football? I'm finally back in. So I'm like I'm like five years off. I feel yeah, like a guy so, in a coma. Uh you know what? I don't know. I don't know. No, man. it's fine. Check, We're gonna go with, with it. Me. Check with me next week. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm just trying to I'm trying to play it forward. One week at a time, but gophers are in great shape. That should be fun in two weeks, unless as you predicted, things get weird. Fuck you, man. I hope Iowa wins by 50 this weekend, you asshole. You don't you don't mean that. Yeah, you I don't do mean now. That. No. Wait till we tell Kyle about that. I'm gonna I'm texting him right now. He won sexiest man on earth. Uh all right. I think this has been Big Ten Minute. It has. And you're welcome, America. See you next segment. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Gray Balls Cuse, and you're listening to Zero Doinks, the number one men's intramural basketball podcast in America.
is. The balls are favored by eight. Gray balls. Gray balls. Another awesome and very electric intro for Gray Balls for a bunch of fucking old white guys who are carrying inner tubes around their waist. So last week, the Gray Balls played the Torn Achilles. Great name, Torn Achilles, but also made me nervous. And it was a constant reminder in my face that I could be uh, injured at any moment. So thanks so much for that, Torn Achilles. We want to classify last week's last week's game as the Bill Doinks game. He was all over the court. Uh, I'm going to start. There was chatter last week during Gray Ball segment that I was going to sabotage the tip, the opening tip off, because as we, I think we talked about it, Bill, what the stakes were for the jump ball, right? Okay, he's shaking his head. Yes. So Bill was up this week. He got up what felt like five feet uh, between him and the floor. I mean, I think he could have dunked in that moment. It was an incredible jump ball. He timed it absolutely perfect. Uh, I will say the guy he was going against maybe wasn't quite ready, judging by how high he jumped, but neither here nor there. Bill, (laughs) uh, I should back up. There was talk about me being benched because I said if Bill tipped me the ball, I was going to intentionally let it go. Well, what do you know? I was in the starting lineup. Bill tipped it right to me. And in a split moment, I I thought, I'm just going to let this fucker go. But I couldn't do it. I'm a team player. I grabbed the ball. Bill won the tip, technically. And he does not have to pay for a hams at Walnuts all season long. So congrats on that, Bill. Any thoughts on that before I move to the other Bill Doinks moments? Yeah, it felt incredible. Honestly, I I promised last week that if I won, I would feel like an incredible energy and I would go nuts. I I felt it. I felt it. And I saw you so I so the the ball went up. You were to my left and in a perfect world, I was going to tip it to you. It was by accident that it actually happened. And I was very curious as to whether or not you would fumble the fuck out of that ball, like Marion Barber or somebody like that. <laughs> but you, to your full credit, you, you took it. You didn't seem a hundred percent happy about it. I'll be honest. Like he had a look in your eye and a, and a facial expression that was reluctant. I'll call you reluctant. You were like every date I had from like age 18 to, to 24, basically like it was, uh, I think you were, it was bittersweet. Is that accurate or no? It was very bittersweet. And I think I even said, Oh no, you won the tip as I was dribbling the ball up the court. Well, it did definitely give you a boost of energy because I want to set the stage for the next moment. There's roughly five seconds before halftime. 
We have the ball under our own hoop. The, there's um, who was passing the ball in? It Davey was no Davy No Behavy was passing the ball in. As we are all fucking old men and don't know what we're doing, the four of us that were on the floor were sitting around the three point line calling for the ball. The ball goes to Bill Doink, and he throws up. I mean, the ball left your hand with maybe three tenths of a second left. Hand in the face, too. There was a guy right up in your grill. Beautiful arching ball. Buzzer goes off, and he fucking drains it. I mean, it was an awesome way to end the half. We were up 20-plus probably at that time, so we seemed like huge assholes, like overly celebrating that three. I looked over at the torn Achilles bench. I was actually standing right there, and I felt like they were like, fuck these guys. But yeah, we went, we went nuts. We absolutely went nuts. Like we just won the fucking title. And, and, and let me say a word about torn Achilles. If you're listening, you guys were awesome. It was, we all had fun out there. You guys turned the ball over, I think 50 times. I don't know that I've seen so many turnovers in my life. They had so many series without actually putting up a shot. Uh, I legitimately felt bad for them. Uh, but they seem like they were having a good time. So, who, yeah, they who, seem like good guys. I agree. Yeah. They, yeah, they they were trying. Uh, nobody was trying to hurt each other. That's most. Nope. That's like the biggest goal. They had a big guy that uh, was not overly assertive, which is a positive, right? Yeah, that's um, right. They did have. I don't know if it was a point guard off the bench that kind of looked like Anderson Cooper, and that's not. It's not an insult. <laughs> But he kind of did. It's it's a compliment, actually, right? It, yeah, Anderson's a yeah, handsome. Yeah, 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 very handsome. And I, because every time I tried to guard him, I thought, "Give me the breaking news, Anderson." Like, you know, are you? Tra- <laughs> I, I wanted to know the news out of his mouth. So, congratulations to that guy for being handsome. Yeah, congrats to AC three sixty on all that you do. Uh, okay, so the last <laughs> the last moment that solidified. Bill Doinks, the night of Bill Doinks, probably early fourth quarter, late third quarter, I want to say. Wait, we don't do quarters. We do halves. What am I fucking yeah. saying? That's what fine. would be, yeah, half, let's just say halfway through the second half. Davey Nobehavy's dribbling the ball up the court. Bill is running towards our basket. We can't even fast break. Let me set the stage there. We're not allowed to. The ball with the guy with the ball has to be the last one of your team to cross half court. So at some point we had all of our team hustling, crossing half court, roughly the same time. Bill gets a little in front of it. Did you point at the basket? Like you pointed up, like throw me an alley oop, like yeah. it. And he did. He threw you a pass. Uh, you did not get rim. No, God no. Oh no. no. It was no, like no. perfectly timed pass and like tip in layup that was just through like it made my night. Like it that was the trifecta of Bill Doings with the tip, the buzzer beater, the alley oop. I lost it. I needed a change of pants after that. <laughs> it was fucking electric. But no, we it was it was incredible. What a night, right? I mean, Dave what a pass like D- Davey no behavior is awesome as is his brother uh Cuse gray balls like 
we honestly we have a great squad. We covered the spread. Mm-hmm. We're one and one. We'd be right now. We'd be tied for the sixth seed, which I think is like the worst seed to have in the actual bracket. Right? I think there's twelve teams. Yeah, we don't want to so, do that. No, we'd <laughs> right, right. I feel like we want to be the one seed in the in the consolation bracket. I think is the goal. But you know what? Let's and thank you for the compliments. Uh, I'm shocked that I had a game that would be dedicated to me in any way. So I'll take it. It's all downhill from here. I should just quit the team. Uh, we also, I think rumor has it that we recruited another tall guy for this upcoming week. Uh, I am blanking on his name. I apologize. Dan, yeah. did you know? Oh no, I have no idea. Okay. okay that's fine. No, I get a million texts a day from <laughs> right. numbers right. and people. I've, I can't, I don't know who's who. So uh, yeah. I apologize. Well, and I think he's getting, if I recall correctly, and there's a few uh, phone numbers on that text feed that I have not uh, attributed to a name yet, but I think, he, I feel like he's getting a root canal tomorrow uh, prior to the game, right? Is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to show up like drooling his ass off or he'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Let's be honest. If buddy, we don't, we don't remember your name, but you're getting a root canal. Just set it out. Like yeah. we're. We're not, we're not yeah. a load management team, but you probably should sit out for load management tomorrow. So right. Don't don't overdo don't it. Force it. Yeah, don't, don't force it. Yeah, don't force it. And and looking well, at the other teams yeah. playing uh, before and after us, that very well could have been our only win last week. So we're we're gonna savor it while we can. But what do we got coming up this week? Do you have a line? Well, yeah, we do. So uh, normally I would agree with you, but this week, okay, so I'm looking, I did a little bit of a deep dive. We are playing Covies or Coveys. I'm not sure. They're team number 44366. They're 0-2, and they have an average of a minus 10 point differential per game. Uh, We were 1-1. We have a somehow a seven point advantage per game. Okay. So Vegas will put us at a, a 14 and a half point favorite going into okay. this game. And uh, okay. So just not knowing anything else, what would you do? Would you, would you bang gray balls or, or at minus 14 and a half or Covey's plus 14 and a half? First of all, I would bang the under because it took us about five minutes to get our first basket last week. And Fair. I think yeah. crossing the five minute mark of the game, I think it was one to nothing, two to oh. nothing. Because, yeah, cheap foul. Somebody took a cheap foul to get on the board. I don't I don't care. Uh I think I had the first point off a of foul, actually. Was now that you? That, yeah. <laughs> nice. So the um I would bang the under. I don't care what it is. Bang the under. Yeah, I'm taking gray balls. I can't not take gray balls. 14 and a half, 24 and a half, 34 and a half. I'd take gray balls. This might be our last win of the year. What say you, fuzzy fucker? No, I I am absolutely banging the fuck out of gray balls. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, Gray balls will be two and one. They're going to cover. They so money lines probably minus four fifty with that big of a spread. I would put all of my cash on that. Um, were you surprised that Mims? So Mims came off the bench for his first game. Were you surprised that he stuck it out after our one nothing lead after after seven minutes, basically? Oh, I'm, I'm still. 
I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't show up tomorrow. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I wouldn't right. blame him. It would right. just be like, uh, uh, yeah, I know. I wouldn't be shocked if he's just like, fuck these guys. But if he sticks around, we could be frisky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like so we're in kind of a weird spot if we're all honest with each other. Do we want to be in the actual playoffs or not? So it'll take care of itself. But I feel like we're going to be two and one after tomorrow and we're going to feel cocky, but awkward. Right. We I think our goal this year is to not get injured. That's yeah. Good only goal. But good point. Good point been fun so far i like it's it. been great it's been great and we appreciate uh our audience if they're not related to great balls thank you for putting up with 12 minutes a week of intramural hoops talk we're very excited we're very very excited to be healthy and uh i think we're great i, I can't wait to uh take a lot of pictures with our championship rings and trophies nice i love it go gray balls can't wait to go to Walnuts and throw down some hams post-game with a local celebrity. Probably not. Gray balls. We love you. Party hard. <laughs> Zero doinks, mons. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. All right. We're wrapping up episode 17. Yep. Got it. Nailed it. Uh, estrogen and eggs was a fucking blast. Thank you. Jordan and Kristen Doinks for putting us on the hot seat. Our asses are hot. Um, so Bill, want to wrap up here? I got a few random questions for you. Just real quick, who are the who's the team you're rooting for now in the NFL now that the Bears are done? So I am very pro Ravens. I love Lamar Jackson mostly because he, for some reason, is friends with Trent Frazier. The uh shooting guard for the Illinois basketball team. I don't understand why that is because Trent is a junior from Florida and I, I well maybe Lamar is from Florida, I don't know. But uh I outside of that I'm joking about that although that does apply. But I do I love watching the Ravens. I love it. Uh John Harbaugh is an incredible coach. They're my team. I love them. I want them to win it all. How about you, Fuzzy Frances? Yeah, it's hard not. I, I can't disagree with any of that. They're just fun to watch. They're just a different type of football on offense. It's something like, hey, Nagy, maybe try something different. Uh, no, Ravens got to be it. I feel like people are off the Chiefs a little bit. I feel like they were the sexy team last year, and people are just sort yeah. of like, yeah, whatever. Well, I do think is it, is it, yeah, I do. I, I, I totally agree. Is it is it because that People just don't want to put their faith in Andy Reid's, you know, stupid mustache. That it's might be part be. of it, right? It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. No, the Ravens are fun. That's a good call. Uh, all right. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the uh, Major League Baseball, the stealing signs and all that shit, specifically with the Astros? Well, uh, it's funny because uh, if you read the Athletics long read, if you will, uh, it's kind of started with a game against the the White Sox in yeah. 2017, like a kind of like a meaningless game, right? Denny Farquhar, who ended up having a brain seizure not that long after. Yeah. Um, he's fired up about it then and now. And he said he refused to talk to the media after the game about it because he didn't want to like be a dick. Yeah. Um, but honestly, assuming that, 
every team doesn't do it, which I don't know, and, and maybe you have more stats on it than I do, but if the Astros are one of the only teams, if not the only team doing it, fuck the Astros, right? The Astros, yeah. like, front office showed their own ass in this offseason with that, like, assistant GM that was being a dick toward the female journalists, right? Like, are, are the Astros a bunch of assholes or what? Well, I saw the uh, uh, MLB, I think, is interviewing that guy now to, like, get him to rat out his team, which is kind of awesome. I'm fascinated by the whole thing. Like, I think it's awesome. It's uh, Nobody gives a shit about baseball right now, but the Astros absolutely cheated. And I like the new thing the last few days is they're the Astros 2017 um, World Championship video shows a dude, like, breaking down. Have you seen that in the tunnel? The guy who's in oh. charge of mo- of watching the monitor and okay. signaling out. They show him breaking down the TV and then showing the tunnel again. And like after every game, he has like a big screen TV that he like takes away. Like it's very clear that they fucking cheated. Like he was the guy so, with the signals. And I, yeah, oh, that's interesting that you say that because I noticed I got in like a Twitter wormhole like. Yeah. So somebody tweeted at Lucas G and I'm a white Sox obsessed. If, if you've listened yeah. to any episodes, you know this, but um, somebody tweeted at Lucas Giolito, who is not that active on Twitter, but they said, Hey, check out some of this footage from 2017. He got lit. Lucas got lit up and really? yeah, it, it, but I you could hear that. like the weird signal. Like every time there was a either uh and I, I apologize. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So the, yeah, the banging. They yes. bang. And it's literally the garbage can is next yes. to the guy who's doing it. And he bangs yes. the garbage can twice for like a slider, uh, yeah. once for like a change up. And then right. he doesn't bang it for a fastball. Right. Right. So, like, so it was, yeah, yeah. And it was right on, on a couple better sequences. And yeah. Lucas responded like, like with the like, you know, the, the monkey emoji of like not saying anything, but he knows. So like, it's like, what fucking bullshit? Like these guys, like their contracts depend on, you know, everything being legitimate, especially pitchers. Like it's, it's hard enough, you know, being a fucking hitter, but a pitcher. And if anybody has an undue advantage, that's horse shit. So fuck the Astros. Fuck them. I get a few. I get a few thoughts off of that. Okay, good, good. I think it's fine if you have a runner on second who's stealing signs. I feel like that's a part of a game. But once well, yeah. you once you're using like stat nerds to like use cameras and binoculars to steal signs and signal to the batter, that's crossing the line. And and also, I find it fascinating too that in reading this. By the way, the good follow for all this shit is John Boy. Do you follow John Boy on Twitter? No, no. He's just I don't know in general. He's like a strictly a baseball guy on Twitter. He's pretty funny. Like he reviews people getting kicked out of games and what they're saying. Like he's pretty funny in general, but he breaks all this shit down with the banging of the garbage can, specific plays at 2017 Astros. But the other team that I guess is notorious for this, that's been accused of it, is the Brewers, which oh. is very much um you know, I'm a Cubs fan. I hate the Brewers and it makes total sense. And there was video evidence that maybe Christian Yelich, they have him with his eyes oh, drifting yeah. toward bullpen. Yes. And you, uh, you Darvish noticed, stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, noticed it and stepped off the rubber and, and, and on Twitter, obviously 
if you haven't seen it. Yelich gets defensive about it. But doesn't this make fucking sense? Like Yelich goes from the Marlins to the Brewers, all of a sudden becomes babe fucking Ruth, but he can only hit home runs at home, right? Where they have all of the video set up for that. So doesn't that make fucking sense? Yeah, unfortunately. And I, yeah, I don't have a dog in that hunt with Brewers versus Cubs, but it, 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 absolutely adds up and the fact that he got so defensive with you and yeah. you wasn't even saying like like anything about about uh yelich like cheating right and no. and yelich got super defensive yeah because you know what you do when you might be guilty you try to cover your own ass right by getting real defensive like if you were yelich you just be like just stop it just yeah. stop well you don't say anything right you don't you don't acknowledge it Fuck. Yeah. So yeah. Brewers fuck mean you. Uh, fuck you, Brewers. Brewers, Wisconsin, go fuck yourself. All the above. Packers, you're all cheaters. You're all dirt bags. Go fuck yourself. But I love your water parks and the Dells. So see you soon. All right. <laughs> I think we've covered all that. I just wanted to get your take on it. Uh what do you actually let's wrap it up? What do you think they should do with the Astros? So I think you uh you make Ted Cruz their general manager <laughs> and you, cause he's an Astros fan. You, you try to trade, you, you try to, you try to drag him over the coals, uh, make a trade. And then you light the whole franchise on fire. I don't know. Actually, I, what do you do with the Astros? Cause honestly, they're one of the more, and coming from a white Sox fan, this is funny, but they're one of the more like nondescript franchises in major league baseball. I don't know. What do you do? I So Steve Stone, mm-hmm. maybe this is the answer. Steve Stone said on Twitter today, he was reflecting on this, and he said, you can't just find the franchise. He said, you have to take away their first and second round pick next year to actually like say that Major League Baseball gives a fuck. What do you think about that? I think you give them the death penalty. Just shut down the franchise. <laughs> or or don't, if you don't want to do that, just make them a triple A team for an entire year. And every player on that, on that team has to play in triple A for an entire year. Oh my God. I love it. Do you promote another? With- yeah, that'd be awesome. Do you promote a, a minor league team to the majors or it's 31 teams, 31 teams. You drop them to triple A, whatever their triple A team is. They just sort of saddle up with them. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like they're like, oh my God, I love it. Have- like you can play in the stadium, but you play a triple A schedule and everyone who cheated along the way and didn't like fess up to it. You have to spend a whole fucking year. You can't make any trades. That's it. Triple A all fucking no. year. I love so, it. Can you imagine like Jose Altuve awesome. playing, playing in Fox Valley against yeah. the Cougars. No, you know, no, yeah, and, and take away all their draft picks. So they're just like a team in limbo for an entire year. I don't hate it. I don't that, hate it at all. Um, I don't know. This is so weird. This is like blatant cheating, like right. going way above. Yeah, and the emails with the fucking staff saying like, hey, we need to get better at cheating is awesome i don't know we don't need to talk about it anymore fuck the ass no it's, no it's fine you know I, what no it's it's because it's applicable to all sports but yeah um thank god the nationals beat them i guess right at least oh, we're not yeah. with, like trying to pull a trophy from them well and that's the thing is like i saw um someone was speculating that maybe the 
the Astros already knew that the league was on to them, like that the heat was already on to them. So they had to stop the cheating at home. That's why they lost all those home games in the World Series. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun for dumb baseball shit because nobody else cares. I mean, the biggest news for the Cubs today was Chris Bryant's expecting a baby. So, uh, yeah. fuck you baseball. Uh, and, anyway, uh, isn't yeah. Anthony Rizzo. He has a new dog too. New I dog. Thought I said that. Yeah. The dog's name is Kevin, which is pretty awesome. Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, that's yeah. awesomely weird. I like it. Isn't that great. All yeah. right. All right. So let's move off of that. Um, <clears throat> I think we covered this in estrogen and eggs, but you're not a, uh, Disney plus guy. But we've, Not yet. Not yet. but we've had some chatter offline with Rory Doinks and Pat Doinks about Baby Yoda. Mm. What are your thoughts on Baby Yoda? You like that guy? Oh, my God. I Do I like him? No, I don't like him. I fucking love him. I absolutely. Oh. I, I want to put him between two pieces of bread and take a big bite out of delicious. So, um. <laughs> gross so i i actually have watched the the two episodes of that show it's actually not bad the mandalorian not the show i thought it was about the delorean um but that baby is 50 years old which is hilarious uh but i want to say first rory doinks has been sending some very inappropriate pictures to us about there's a whole world of yoda porn come on guys we're better than this we we can't be making Yoda porn. Just stop it. It's gross, but also fascinating. So Rory, stop sending us that shit. But just people of Earth, stop making it. Come on, stop it. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like you need to get involved with Disney Plus. You want to know why, Bill? Why? Well, since we trashed uh, Walt Disney last week and a little bit in estrogen and eggs, hams has reached out and they want to have us be a partner with hams and zero doinks and disney plus how about that no i i want to learn more is there anything else you can add to this conversation dan doinks because i'm all ears all right so to uh help mend fences here with the walt disney trashing hams has asked me to uh read an ad as uh my best yoda impression if you're ready, I'm ready. I can't wait. This is gonna, it's gonna be. This is gonna be great. I I haven't I've never been more excited in my life. All right, you ready? Yep. A very proud sponsor of Zero Dogs Ham's beer is. Fifty years old is so very much of legal drinking age. <laughs> to slam fucking Ham's baby baby Yoda is. By all accounts, a huge scumbag. Please drink hams while watching The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Although Walt Disney was. Also remember to check out Carousel of Progress at Disney World in the near future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to translate that. Uh, the the second line didn't really didn't really line up with the Yoda translator, so. Let me just read the the original copy here. Ham's Beer is a very proud sponsor of Zero Doinks. Baby Yoda is 50 years old, so very much of legal drinking age to slam fucking hams. 
Although Walt Disney was, by all accounts, a huge scumbag, please drink hams while watching The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Also remember to check out the Carousel of Progress at Disney World in the near future. Uh, I'm not a good Yoda voice guy. I don't know if you heard that, but... No, I, I, I agree to disagree. You are a great Yoda voice guy. That was incredible. You are Frank Oz. Oh. That's what I... Yeah. Uh, who? He, I think he did the Yoda voice, and he, he did a lot of Muppets, so to speak, oh. in the 80s and 90s. Did a lot of them. Okay, okay. So, uh, sorry, Hams, if that wasn't quite what you were looking for, but I'm happy that we may have a partnership with Disney Plus in the near future as well. Uh, no doubt. Maybe clean up your programming a little bit. And um, we'll That's see. True. What, yeah. But, yeah, take some of that war stuff, you know, maybe just get rid of, like, the 20s to, like, 1949 and and uh let's all move on i think is what we're all trying to say right yep 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 uh but yeah 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 check out the mandalorian at some point you could see some baby yoda action oh well it sounds like he's he's open to it from yeah for sure. that so yeah this has been another incredible episode of uh of zero doinks and thank you for listening to those that are still bearing with us despite the incredibly disappointing season of the bears, but hopefully Dan and I are giving you a bit of a, a reason to continue to listen, whether it be estrogen and eggs or any other reason. What do you think, Dan? What say you? Yeah. Uh, thanks for, thanks for listening all the way until the end here. Um, let's have some fun. Come on, bears. Let's have some yeah. fun. That's let's all we got. Let's have we some got, fun. Let's ruin yeah. some seasons for some other teams. It's all we got. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives a fuck? There's a month and a half left. We all have to roll with that. Keep listening to Zero Dunks. We'll be here. We love you. Dan, you're an amazing man. You you always wear great hats when we do this show. So well, I appreciate that. Thanks. I have bad hair, so I appreciate it. I love you. I love you, too. Zero doinks. Go great balls. Great balls for life. Chippy chip. See ya. Mike P. Get your back straight. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. When I'm not being ignored by my friends and family, I'm listening to Zero Doinks in the bathtub with a toaster. <laughs>